be very, very, very honest, I have never played Kingdom Hearts ever. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to announce my retirement from this podcast. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Miggy. Thanks for the vote of confidence. No, 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 no. No, um, I mean, you had a DS. I, yeah, but that doesn't mean... But that doesn't mean that, you know... She has a 3DS. One game. That doesn't mean... That it's in my line of, you know, gaming preferences. Well, that's okay. Okay, to be fair, that's true. Yes, I play Final Fantasy games. I play JRPGs. I like Disney and all. But, like, I I don't know. I could never get myself into Kingdom Hearts. Even though I own, like, a three-volume manga somewhere. Uh, it's... I do, but I've never read it. I just have it in my collections. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, it's just hand I want it, it over. I wanted, I wanted to get into it, so I I, I bought the manga off someone uh, for cheap because they weren't reading it anymore. And I got it, uh-huh. and then it stayed in my um, shelf for like ever, and I still haven't picked it up or read it. And I'm really sorry. But I just, I don't know, I just can't get into it. And um, welcome to Sodium Exposure, everybody, where Miggy's gonna salt all over me for not playing Kingdom Hearts. I'm Rika. I'm Miggy. And we have, an, um, we have our guest today. Hi, I'm back. Yeah, he's, he's Guess who's <laughs> back in the house? Yeah, Nigel's back with us uh, for the Kingdom Hearts episode. Yay! Yay! Because this episode, yeah, uh, this is episode, a long time coming. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I mean, Mickey is a huge fan of it, and obviously I'm not <laughs> because I have never played it. I've heard of it, I've read about it online, but I've never really gotten into it. Because how the hell do you? I don't know. How the hell do you reconcile Disney and then? Final Fantasy-ish concept together. That's the, I I don't know. I have I can't wrap it around my. I I get it. I I know what you mean. I and, was just... and, and also, there are so many related titles to this game. Like, where do I even begin? What do I even look at? Are okay. they even going on a timeline? Because I heard that it jumps around a lot. It does. <laughs> there there is a timeline. <laughs> there is a timeline. It jumps around a lot. Kind of like the way you like to watch Star Wars. Um, <clears throat> four, five, six. And uh-huh. then, you know, four, five, six, and then seven, eight, and the upcoming nine movie. That's so that's, you know, that's pretty linear to me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, let's... <laughs> do we want to do this chronologically or in release order? Uh, why? <laughs> why, okay. why are there even options? No, there is only one option and it's release order. Because I have uh, met people who did it chronologically and they did not get it. That's their problem! Yeah. Not mine! Wow. They didn't get it. <laughs> because uh, as the games were released, new things were added on, new plot lines, new stories. 
So the later games which actually happened in the past actually has more information than the ones later in the timeline. So the se- that's what the secret yeah. endings and stuff are for. Sequelitis. Prequelitis. That kind of stuff. Midquelitis if we're talking like <laughs> in between. Change of memories. <laughs> Three, five, eight. Yeah. Days no, okay. over two. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's start with okay, what let's it start is. With, um, let's start with the basics of Kingdom Hearts. Who the freak are in it? Okay, okay. And why? No. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. to start, like, the basic of it all, which I feel that you need. Yes. It's. <laughs> It's a video game developed by. Yes, it's developed by um. SquareSoft Square? and Enix. Square. Ah, SquareSoft and Enix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Kingdom Hearts. It's Square and Disney. It's, yeah. It, it's a Square and Disney collaboration. That's yep. That much I know. Um, I know that Goofy and Donald are in it a lot. As your party members. Um, Mickey is there somehow. Uh, and then you go through like different worlds yeah. that Disney created, but like why? Number one, why? Who the hell does that? Who the hell thought of this game? Why does it exist? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. You know, we really only have one person to blame, and that man is Tetsuya Nomura. The madman. The madman. The guy is. <laughs> let's be real, he's an absolute madman. I am a big fan of Kingdom Hearts, but mm-hmm. it has a lot of faults in its storytelling. I, I've just learned to roll with it because I read a lot of shonen manga and the plot lines are kind of the same. I might as well just enjoy myself whacking Heartless with a keyblade. <laughs> the funniest thing is uh, the creation of this idea started because uh, Disney had their office on top of Square at that time. Uh-huh. And just Nomura just was in the elevator with a Disney higher up and just pitched it there. Seriously? <laughs> literal, literal elevator pitch. Seriously, that's actually that kind of really... Okay, okay, admittedly that's kind of cool. Yeah. But you have to understand that Nomura is kind of a madman. Yes, you, you, I think you've established that. I mean, hello FFA. Yeah. Your dog is a weapon. <laughs> okay, say what you will about Nomura as a madman. He did make up some pretty good... Subjectively, for the time, they were okay designs. But then I think it's Kingdom Hearts 3, everybody's designs are actually wearable and functional. You can't deny that. True. True. But you mean edgy. Oh no! No ma'am! He got really edgy in Kingdom Hearts 2. Black folks for everybody! Isn't that like where everybody Everybody's a bad guy or something. Uh, everyone's wearing that stupid coat and it's just everywhere now. There was a reason. There was a big, big black trench coat like things with the, with the buttons and the belts. And they didn't have belts. Tell me, one big zipper. Yeah, oh, yeah, the big, the, the giant zipper. Sorry. The and the hood that 
literally hit your face. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a plot device originally yeah. conceived um, to hide the characters that yeah. hadn't been designed yet, you know, oh, and to simplify okay, so having. Like, hey, convenient device to hide characters that yeah. we haven't. Hey, look, a character, but we don't know who this character yeah. is yet, so just fight him for now. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. That's what that's what they did. Okay, so tell me what. Okay, let's go back to the beginning <laughs> because we kept jumping. What the hell is Kingdom Hearts? Okay, it's a crossover. It's the biggest. Well, is it the most ambitious crossover? At the time, it was. Yeah. It's because of Kingdom yeah, Hearts yeah. that crossover. A lot of video games had to change the way they thought about crossovers, which is why you have the likes of Project Cross Zone existing in the world. Mm-hmm. But. Way back when this was released, yeah, Kingdom Hearts pretty much started the whole crossover the, revolution. The game, the game crossover revolution. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yeah, um, but even before Kingdom Hearts, we had like Marvel versus Capcom, Capcom. Yeah, but stuff like remember, that. Marvel versus Capcom, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Um, yeah. Oh, SNK versus, versus Capcom and uh, what was that one of the DS that everybody liked to beat? Jump, Jump Heroes? Jump Force? No, Jump. Jump Force is the new one. Yeah, Jump Force is the new one. Jump Stars. Jump Stars. Yeah. Jump Stars. Yeah, but it had it never had this kind of scope. Oh, Remember. Yeah. Those are fighting games. Yeah, they're yeah. fighting. That's a good point. They are fighting games. Smash didn't have much of a story to speak of until now. Yeah. So you have suddenly, this is when ARPGs were kind of new. Mm-hmm. The only thing that Kingdom Hearts had to worry about was Devil May Cry. Yeah. What? The only real rival that Kingdom Hearts had at the time of its release was, I think, not 100% sure. But I know I played those two games around the same time, so it was Kingdom Hearts and DMC. Okay. Except the original release date for this game is 2002. That's like... 17 years. 17 years ago, <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, maybe we're old. <laughs> hey. Wow, so and Kingdom Hearts 3 just released recently, this year. Uh, yeah, last year. February? Yeah. February? February? Feb. Feb. In early February. That's that's a long time to wait for the third main installation of the game, yeah. am I correct? Is yeah. Correct? If 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 you wanna talk like I mean there's Kingdom Hearts one and then there's two. Of course it's gonna be three, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then uh Kingdom Hearts is one of those franchises where there's a lot going on in between as well. <laughs> yes. The thing is, uh, the numbered titles, people would assume that you have to follow these three and all the side stories are just side stories, but in fact, you actually need to play the side stories. Wow. So, so, So Kingdom Hearts forces you to take the side quests, because the side quests are games on their own. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you think about it that way, yes, it's true. Um, it was. I don't want to say. Well, yes, I do want to say this. Well, it really was a bad decision. Mm-hmm. 
to split the side games onto different consoles. But for a purist who follows a um, like all your favorite games one after the other, yeah, it was a bad thing. But during that time, it was kind of smart of Square to do that. Because if you think about it, Chain of Memories is a very small scope game. And true. it definitely did very well on the GBA. That is true. And porting it up to uh, uh, the final mix on PlayStation 2 and uh, the next PlayStation games, uh, consoles. Uh, <coughs> Chain of Memories became kind of weird. I kind of liked it. Yeah, but compared to uh, its original form, yeah, its yeah, original form, yeah, I get what you mean. It's much better played there. Yeah, so, actually, the difficulty of Oogie Boogie was actually scarier in the yeah. GBA version than in the PS2 version. Yeah, and like there are some things that were tweaked that didn't kind of make sense in the PS2 version. For example, uh, I think it was gravity spell. In the GBA, since the arena is just your GBA screen, gravity would take up the entire space, making it a really useful spell. Yeah. But later on in the PS2 version, the gravity AOE is very small compared to the actual arena making it very useless. Gravity as a spell was a problem for me. Ma I like Magnet better, honestly. <laughs> and we're talking about the villains in Rika! <laughs> Look, if I had to describe Rika's face, it would have to be, you know, the way Gun's head starts steaming in Hunter x Hunter when he doesn't get something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Or, or, or the map lady yeah. From oh. the universe. Yeah. Yeah. So That's um, gonna happen a lot. Yeah, apparently. So let's go to the... <coughs> sorry. Let's go to the story details. What's oh lord. Okay. <laughs> we have to start somewhere. Who right. is the protagonist of Kingdom Hearts and <laughs> what is up with that... Yeah, what is up with the, you know? Alright, so first of all, let's start in Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's start with the <coughs> very first Kingdom Hearts. You the very first, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the very first Kingdom Hearts game that was released. Oh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts! So, Kingdom Hearts, yes. right? Released in 2002. <laughs> March so, 28th. Hey, Sora's birthday is near. Okay. Because apparently, um, video game protagonist's birthday is the release date of the game unless otherwise stated. Oh, okay. That's nice. So for Sora, it's March 28th. That's next week. Huh. Next, next week. Next, next week? Next, next week yeah. in the time of recording, but at the time of release, that would be next week. No. No? Next, it's only 14, oh. guys. Yeah, it's two weeks. It's two weeks. At time now. of release of this episode. And now I'm the one doing the numbers meme. Okay. <laughs> so tell me about, um, tell me about the story, the protagonist and stuff. Okay. All right. I really so, don't know. We keep jumping topics and I still have no idea. 
Okay, okay so in Kingdom Hearts One, it opens to the three kids li- living by the beach. By the beach. With called Destiny Island. Mm-hmm. Unsupervised. Unsupervised. Well, no, not not unsupervised. Their playground is their playground is a beach area that's not too far from a mainland. But we don't even see the mainland. Yeah, until well, Kingdom Hearts too. So. Blame Nomura. <laughs> Blame Nomura, honestly. So anyway, the three of them, like children, they want they want to play games, they want to do mm-hmm. stuff, and they had this weird idea to build their own raft so that they can sail off, sail off into other distant worlds. Okay. Because apparently, I don't know who told them that they could do that. So I'm starting to think Kyrie put them up to it. Maybe it was. Okay, okay. you Maybe have to name was. these protagonists. All right. <laughs> Who are so, these three kids and why are they relevant to me? Alright, so the three kids is Sora, mm-hmm. is the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. Riku, main protagonist. who is the... Edgelord. Edgelord. <laughs> the, the rival. And Kyrie, the girl of interest. So it's Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura. Where's <laughs> yes? No, no, not really. Kind of. More like Jiraiya, Orochimaru, and Tsunade. Are they the same thing? <laughs> Very okay, different. Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura during the first season. Of Fine. The first season. Of Fine. Okay. <laughs> it's that. It's that comparison. You're gonna. You're gonna hear a lot of threes. In this game, the power of three. <laughs> anyway, um, so these kids grow up on the Destiny Islands. <sighs> I'd be jumping back if I tell this now. No, you, you know, just we'll give just, me just, like the base. We can just like, tell the story are... as it was told in Kingdom Hearts One. You know what? Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they wanted to uh, leave or. Yeah, they wanted to sail off into this new world, so they uh, gathered materials. So yeah, one night, Sora... forgot something. Um, These three kids also have friends on the island. Ah, yes, yes, they have friends, of course. Okay. I forgot. (laughs) They're Final Fantasy characters, in kid form. What? Yeah, you have Selfie, Waka, and Didus. Didus. Titus, 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 How? Titus. Well, how? Titus and Waka, I can kind of understand. Selfie is the unknown here because didn't she grow up in the tundra? Uh, but I don't. There was an explanation for this somewhere. I think I vaguely remember an explanation for this. But yeah, Selfie was there just to be the Kyrie counterpart of. Their trio. Oh yeah, which is basically the the girl of the group. Mm. Okay. But yeah, um, they reside on the Destiny Islands, which is it's kind of like Ohio, small town, middle of nowhere, <laughs> small world in the middle of nowhere. Now they manage to build the raft so that they can go explore. Unfortunately, the night before they're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny Islands is 
besieged by a storm. Okay. A storm that's apparently made of shadows. Darkness. <coughs> Evil. Sorry. Yeah, that's pretty much the plot, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. how it starts. So, so three kids on island get stuck yeah. in evil storm. Yeah. yeah. And, and one by one they're ripped away from each other. Yep. Uh, Riku, the dumbass, decides to open his heart to the darkness. So he's that. Yeah, that's why he's the edge lord. Yep. So that's why he's Sasuke. Uh-huh. Sora tries to save Sora is tempted by him to accept the same fate. Yeah, you know, like against him. follow me. Hmm. You will have the same powers. Yeah. But he declines because he wants to save Kairi. Who has already been swept away. Huh. He gets swept away. Token token girl problems. Yeah. Yeah. He gets swept away. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. He wakes up in an alley. Yeah, basically he gets pulled into a vortex, whirly dirly, he gets knocked out. And, and then he wakes, wakes up, up in, in, a, in a different yeah. place. Which so. turns out to be Traverse Town. Traverse Town. Ta-da! It's a new world! It's a new place. Mm. It's new It's Traverse Town is one of the sleeping what no, it's an actual that? world. The sleeping world is later on. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Ah, okay. That's another plot point for a different game. Way later. <laughs> Alright, so in Traverse Town, Sora wakes up, gets woken up by a dog. By, yeah. Who is Pluto, Pluto. from Disney. Yeah. Okay, so now, um... Sora, after the evil darkness storm, wakes up in Disney World. Not exactly. Not exactly. Traverse Town is kind of this. It's in a, between. It's an in between world. Yeah. Where it was lost a people end up. Central hub. Okay. So yeah. Meanwhile, while Sora was doing all that, we go to uh, Castle Dis- Disney. Castle Disney. Disney. Disney Castle. Disneyland. Disney yeah. no. Whatever, Disney, Castle. Disney, the Disney World. Uh, we see a scene with uh, Goofy and Donald, who uh, are the court mage and captain of the royal guard. Here, which uh, is which? Donald is the court mage. Goofy is captain, the captain of the guard. Okay. And they're seen talking with Queen Minnie Mouse, Queen Minnie, and Daisy. So yeah, they're uh, they're talking, saying like uh, King Mickey is somewhere. Yeah, he's already gone off on and, his own. And they're uh, goofy they and say talk- again. Yeah, they did say again. True. They True. did. Remember? Yeah, Remember? That is okay. another plot point of another game. But yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, Donald and Goofy are tasked to find the key. Yeah, find the king. Travel to different worlds. No, and find the key, not the king. The king oh, gave okay. them the task. Find the key. Yes. What? But yeah, they, they still wanted to find the king either way. Yeah, but they had their assignment. True. And which brings us back to Traverse Town. <clears throat> Chip and Dale give him a gummy ship. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> let's get to that detail once Sora gets there. Okay. Okay. So back in Traverse Town. Uh huh. 
should probably post like big red letters <laughs> on the like spoilers. Yeah, we are going to oh, need God. one giant spoiler tag yeah, for this. Yeah, it's like one giant spoiler <coughs> tag for it. Um, Why? Because put, like you know, for for the <laughs> for the album art on this, I'm gonna like just put spoilers spoilers everywhere. Ah, wow, retelling the story is hard. And we're okay, just sorry. in the first game. Yeah, this is just the first game, but... Out like, of how many games? Okay, so... So yeah. So yeah. Let's just condense this, like what... Alright, so what, tra- in Traverse Town, Sora We don't have to like go through like town for town for yeah, town yeah. or whatever. Okay. What so, happens in Kingdom Hearts 1? Well, That uh, manages to spiral this franchise into whatever it is right now. Okay, so Sora gets involved with this plot that involves mm-hmm. the heart the hearts of the princesses uh, of the yeah. Disney Kingdom. Yeah, so the seven I princesses. I feel like of I need to explain a lot. So, yeah. Sora, Donald, Goofy uh, go off on an adventure. Mm-hmm. They travel out of uh, Traverse Town into other worlds trying to find Sora, mm-hmm. trying to find Kyrie. And okay. the two are trying to find the king. Yeah, but they're yeah. traveling together because he has the key. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who has the key? Sora has the key. Sora now has the power to summon a weapon called the Keyblade. Okay, so, yeah. so why does he have the key? We'll explain that later. Explain later. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, in okay. each world they travel Just, to... You know, the basic thing that was told to him by Leon and Eris. Leon meaning Squall, Squall Leon Hart okay. from FF8. And Eris Gainsborough from FF7. Yeah, FF7. There was also Yuffie from FF7. Okay. And Cloud. But that's later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But we digress. Um, why did Sora suddenly have the key? Because he, he also- is someone with a pure enough heart uh, to wield it. Okay, so that's okay, that's standard hero stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they travel off to other worlds trying to find the people they're trying to look for. Yeah. And in each world, they stumble with... Uh, they stumble onto the movie's plot, basically. Mostly. Mostly. For because, some... Because Olympus, uh, Hercules, yeah. was not the movie plot, but was non- like a, it, No, it was, but non-linear. Kind of. It was takes longer of. for the Titans to get released. Okay, much, okay. much longer. Yeah, it took all years. the three main games to flesh out the <coughs> yep. Hercules yeah. plot, movie plot. Wow. But yeah, in Cage One, it was more of like trying to be a hero. Mm. You get to fight in tournaments and time trials and that. But yeah, uh, they move on to other worlds, which they eventually they meet other characters. They eventually encounter Riku uh, between uh, Neverland. Okay, as the bad. The first main one was Monstro and no. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Was it? That was the first time it was explained about the princesses. Right. Okay, so how does this all relate to the, like the keys and the keyblades and the princesses? Okay. So basically, every villain in every world, uh, mainly uh, Maleficent, are plotting to collect princesses, Disney princesses, Uh which somehow includes Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Okay. So basically, they're trying to gather these princesses to. Well, they're just called the princesses of heart. Yeah, true. They're not necessarily princesses because 
you got Alice in Wonderland, Wendy, Jasmine, Jasmine, She's Jasmine's a princess, princess. Yeah. Jasmine, Snow White, not Cinderella, Kyrie. Why is Kyrie a princess all of a sudden? She's not a princess, princess, but she has a heart of a princess. Yeah, of lights. Which will be explained <laughs> later on. <laughs> okay. It, look, the official description of the seven princesses <laughs> of heart are that they are maidens with hearts of pure, pure light, light devoid of darkness. Oh, we have to explain one more thing. Oh god, I'm not explaining that part just yet. Uh, no. Which one? Heartlessness. Oh, right! Yeah. The main... Um, enemy. Enemy <coughs> enemy type in this game are heartlesses. Heartlesses are basically... Heartless. Yeah, heartless. Heartlesses. No, heartless as an umbrella term. Heartless. Heartless. So the heartless are basically people who give in into darkness. Well, well no. People so whose hearts have been taken from them. Uh, the figurative heart of life. Okay, so these are people without hearts. Yeah, they, they lost their hearts and they gave in to darkness. So their Air bodies cards. turn into these shadow shadowy creatures called the heartless. Uh, and the stronger you are as a person, what happens the stronger you're heartless. What? So, what happens to the heart when they get taken away is uh, either just the kingdom hearts. Yeah, goes to kingdom hearts. It's basically <laughs> a giant repository for souls. Mm, yes. 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 So, the bodies become heartless. No. No. Explain that part yeah. wrong. <laughs> no, they, the people do turn into heartlessness. I don't get it. <laughs> Let's see. So. Okay. He said it wrong. He explained uh, something fuck. wrong. Okay. <clears throat> That's how confusing this entire series gets. So what? What? What is it really? All right. The heartless basically are beings of darkness. That that part's out the door. Alright, now. Um that makes more sense. Yeah. The heartless are in fact the hearts themselves. Yeah. Not that, yeah, that fell into darkness. Yeah. So these are the heartless. Wait, so a heartless Have the is hearts. actually a heart. A yes. person's manifested soul covered in darkness. Yes. So what happens to the body? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> that matters later. So yeah, uh, another reason why uh, the king, uh, the kingdom key or the keyblade is very important is because it's the only weapon that can destroy uh, the darkness. No, defeat the heartless and at the same time release the hearts. So that it goes to Kingdom Hearts. No, but if their hearts covered in shadow shell destroy the darkness, release the heart. Well, I'm just I yeah, because other characters can also fight the heartless, but the hearts don't go to Kingdom Hearts. So you're telling wait? So that means that every time the others have gone into a fight, yes, they well, basically killed people. No, the sh the hearts just reform into more okay. heartlesses. I really don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah. 
And that's why whenever you go into I'll, another I'll just stage. Let Nigel and Mickey yeah. have a conversation <laughs> about Heartless. Ah. No, 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 okay. <laughs> Here's the thing about the Heartless it takes a Keyblade to safe, to like. to safely destroy the shadow and release the heart that it contains so that it goes to Kingdom Hearts. So. Kingdom Hearts isn't just the title of the game, but it's an actual, actual place. place. It's a place, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's where the villains come into play. They want the hearts. They want the hearts, and the even bigger villain wants Kingdom Hearts itself. So yeah, moving on, we have Maleficent trying to gather uh, the Princesses of Light. Heart. Uh, Princess of Heart. <clears throat> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. then? Um, they end up encountering Riku a couple times mm-hmm. throughout this entire yeah. mess. Turns out Riku is now working for Maleficent and has dark powers and an evil keyblade of his own. What? Yeah. I thought keyblades were supposed to be for hero Um, that's where... There's an explanation for that. <laughs> did, they, did Maleficent corrupt Riku's keyblade? Okay, that doesn't sound very nice. <laughs> um... There. I can neither confirm nor deny for now <laughs> at this point. <laughs> because I, I plead the fifth because at this point it would be a spoiler. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, where? Are, where? Are I we mean, we've been spoiling Kingdom Hearts one anyways. So... No, this is a spoiler for you. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> Later on. No. Um, All right. So let's get to the main plot in Hollow Bastion. Basically, another. New World, not really Disney, a Disney World, is where Maleficent uh, has her base of operations. This is where all the uh, kidnapped princesses are. And Kyrie. And Kyrie. So yeah, uh, Sora fights Maleficent to get to Kyrie. Yeah. But the thing is, Kyrie is in a coma state. So. Basically, what Maleficent wanted to do was gather the princesses of heart and create the key of heart? The keyblade of heart. Yeah, the keyblade of heart. Which is a basically a plot item. It's a keyblade, but also it's not really a keyblade yeah. because it doesn't have a chain, a keychain. Are we really not going to get it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we can explain keychains. <sighs> so basically, keychains are you get you collect them in every world you finish once. Yes. Yeah. And whenever you attach a keychain to, to the kingdom the key, key, yeah, the kingdom key, it changes its form, basically giving Sora different stats. Oh, so they're upgrades. Form changes. Okay. Well, then I get. Yeah. So there. what about this? Yeah, this keyblade that's also a heart that's not a keyblade. It's supposed to be the key to open the way to Kingdom Hearts. Oh, so they kidnapped Kyrie so they could get to that. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay, so I'm kind of following it. Alright, so basically at this point, uh, Ka- uh, Sora has Kyrie, but Kyrie is in a coma. And for some plot reason, he realizes that at some point, Kyrie's heart was inside Sora all along. What? Well, okay. There was this cutscene at the very start where, as well, as Sora and Kyrie were being pulled into some vortex. No, as Sora reaches Kyrie, Kyrie is swept away. But instead of being swept backwards into a vortex, she somehow swept forward through Sora, which. <laughs> Was pro- I mean, the way that hearts. Basically, what happened was Kyrie phased through Sora, and for some strange reason, that's when Kyrie gave her heart to Sora, and she has been in a coma ever since. Ever since. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, Sora knows this fact and uses the Keyblade of Heart on himself to release Kyrie's heart from himself, but as a consequence. He, he turns into a heart. Yeah, he releases his own heart and turns into a heartless. Wait, I thought. What? He turns into a heartless. <laughs> okay. Kyrie wakes up, goes to Sora's heartless, cries on it, and Sora comes back. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> Disney. Princess of Heart, it's, what are you gonna do? Uh, when, when you play through it, it's a lot more. Heartfelt and it makes more sense. Emotional, more emotional. Emotional, yeah. But as we're explaining it like this, kind of sounds. <laughs> we all know that the yes. story is yes. unhinged, okay? Like, we're not even disputing that. <laughs> so, yeah, Maleficent is defeated. Kyrie has her heart back. Sora is back to being Sora. And then enters our biggest bad. Who has a parent who all this time had possession of Riku. Wait, so Riku was pretending to work with Maleficent but he was actually working for the Big Bad? No. He was possessed by the Big Bad. Yeah, he was possessed by the Big Bad. And he was working working with Maleficent to achieve the Big Bad's goal while assisting Maleficent's. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically it comes down to the final fight between Sora and Sora, Donald, and Goofy versus Anson, which Seeker is Seeker of Darkness. Yeah. Which is the big bad. Okay. And yeah. And they defeat Anson. They manage to defeat Anson, but doing so also opens a large door. To darkness. The realm of darkness. Yeah. It's basically where darkness resides. Yeah. And leaving the door open would mean darkness would pour out into every world. So they had to close Close it. it. But they can't just close it from one side. Someone has to be on the other side to close it. So Riku, who is now free of Anson's possessions, is there is there to help Sora close it from the other side and then and for a brief cameo scene King Mickey shows up and helps (laughs) he shows up wielding (laughs) a keyblade of his own 
And it's a reverse color oh, of Sora's Keyblade. Okay. And basically that's where Kingdom Hearts 1 ends. Wait. Well, no. Ish. Closing the door to darkness yeah. means that the worlds that were destroyed are reconstituted when both Mickey and Sora lock the door uh-huh. using both their keyblades because their keyblades are mirrors of each other. And that's another power that we didn't talk about. Yeah. The keyblades have the power to lock and or unlock a world and other people's hearts. Uh, okay. To, locking and unlocking the world um, closes it off from outside interference. Uh-huh. So the dark, the darkness, and the heartless can't come in. So why don't they just lock all the worlds? There's way too many worlds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're on a journey, right? I mean, for every, for every, for every world that they prevent from being run overrun by the heartless, there's another world that's already been overrun by the heartless. Makes sense. Yeah, there. Which is why, which is why you've got summons like Simba, Dumbo, yeah, Bambi. There's also this lore in, explained somewhere in Kingdom Hearts 1 where everyone was just in one big giant world and somehow sh- darkness took over and shattered the worlds into what they are now. So everyone's separated, fragmented, and each having their own story. Okay. So are all the worlds that they... Um go to are they all disney are they all strictly disney or do we also mm. get like as of kingdom hearts 3 they're all strictly they're all disney yeah. disney pixar or original oh okay. yeah so and there's... one marvel world yes big hero 6 is technically yes. marvel yeah so basically all the worlds they visit is disney or an mm-hmm. original world and there's no final fantasy worlds but but the Final Fantasy characters show up in the original created world. Yeah, because I think I remember uh, there's a version of Cloud. Yeah, Mia. Yes. Cloud. Oh, sorry. Cloud and <laughs> yeah, there's there's also Squall and Area. Yeah, and you mentioned earlier there's Tidus Waka and Self. Yeah. yeah, they don't really. There are some cases where Final Fantasy characters appear in a Disney world, which is basically just Olympus, I think. Yeah. Yeah, just Olympus. So the story there is, you know, the tournaments. And one of the contenders in the tournament was Cloud. Uh, Story-wise, he was one of the Okay. And the reason why he's there is because he's looking for Sephiroth, which happens to be a secret boss in the game. He's a secret boss? He's the secret boss. Yeah. Nice. When you play through Kingdom Hearts 1, and I had to go up against Sephiroth, I was like, holy fuck. Okay. So how many games are there? Like, um, total. Total terror. Like, total like, 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 After Kingdom Hearts 1, um, okay. what was the next game? Uh, at the end of Kingdom Hearts 1, we see... A secret movie. We see um, Kairi waking up in... Uh, Destin, back in Destiny Island. Yeah. She gets to say goodbye to Sora. Why? Yeah. Hmm? Why? 
Because Sora can't go with her. Yeah. Where is she going? Back so, to Disney yeah, Islands. Kairi is going back, like... <clears throat> she just wakes up in uh, Destiny Island. While Sora, Donald, and Goofy are still stuck in a different world. Uh-huh. Well, it's more of because of what happened between Mickey yeah. and Riku closing themselves in the world of darkness. Sora, Donald, and Goofy decide they're gonna go look. Oh, they're gonna Riku. go look for a way yeah. to get the two back. Yeah. Without Which means opening that the door? Yeah. without opening the door. <coughs> so yeah. Because once they locked it, yeah. they can't unlock it unless they're both there. But doing uh-huh. so would be disastrous. Uh-huh. Yes. And would require the hearts of the seven princesses <laughs> again. So yeah. Uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy continue their journey. And uh-huh. we see the final scene of the three walking into a crossroads. Yep. Which brings us to our next game. Well... It brings them to a crossroads and they don't know, like the dialogue is like, we're not sure where to start. Then Pluto comes running up with a letter in his mouth from Mickey. Uh That dog somehow has the ability to travel between worlds by himself. He does, he does. (laughs) Some kind of dog alike. And he can travel through those dark portals. Without any ill effects. What? Which will be explained in the second dog. game, but before that, we have a new function beyond <laughs> messenger. Basically, yeah. a cyclophone when you think about it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, the crossroads bring us to our next game, Chain of Memories. Uh. Oh boy. This is game. <laughs> okay. This game uh-huh. is just done in one single world. Yeah. Yes. It, it, uh, the world is called Castle of Living. Basically, after the crossroads, uh, Sora, Donald, Goofy stumble into a castle. Well, no, that's not how it happened. No. Sora, Donald, and Goofy, like, if you remember from the last time, Pluto appears in front of them, mm-hmm. right? Yes. He leads them down the road. Mm-hmm. He's yes. the one leading them down the road. He leads them... To the castle. Well, he... Well, he, while he's leading them down, they and they're trying to figure out which path to take. Someone appears in front of Sora wearing a black cloak. Also, it's only in Chain of Memories. Technically, the black coat also showed up in Cage One, but it was the final mix version. Which secret, is secret boss. That's a secret, oh, secret okay. boss. But then they only expounded on those black coat people in this game. Yeah. Yes. So moving on, basically, uh, Sora Donald and Goofy find the castle, the castle of Oblivion. And they enter the castle, <clears throat> thinking that this may be a, a clue to find Riku and King Mickey. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's a headache for both mm. Sora and all the players. Mm. What? <laughs> uh, because. This castle is occupied by people wearing those black cloaks. They call themselves... So it's a trap. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The long and short of it, yes, Yes, it's it's a a trap. trap. (sighs) Because that's the simplest way to answer that question, really. It is is a huge trap for Sora. Yeah, it's a huge trap. 
The people who are here are called the Organization 13. Well, they just call themselves the Organization. Yeah, at this point, they're just called the Organization. We don't know that they're 13 yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of them are here. Yeah. Okay. A bunch of them are here. So One yeah. of them gives, like, literally tosses this card at Sora, like all, you know. Basically laying down the rules that please enter, do your thing, do whatever. You'll find this, you'll find whatever you need inside. So, Sora, being the dum-dum that he is, <laughs> goes in. May but your height he... be your guiding <laughs> Listen! That's a key phrase for another game. <laughs> no! Listen! That whole entire thing is the reason we're even in this mess! Jeez. Wait, so... So the only reason that there's a convoluted timeline in lore is chain of memories. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, honey. No, honey. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. So let's continue. So uh, in chain of memories, Sora goes into the worlds, which happen to be copies of the worlds. Yeah, they're not created by the cards that was given to Sora. What? Yeah, they're not actually there. So basically, it's a repeat of most of the worlds because when Sora goes into the world, the characters there don't even know who Sora was because it was just a copy and not the actual world. So yeah. Moving on through worlds, Sora suddenly ha- is having this flashback. Uh, for example, back in uh, Destiny Islands, they were he was playing with Riku and Kairi, but there was another girl with them. Well, it starts out like that. Yeah, it starts out Eventually. like that. Eventually, he realizes like uh, one of his flashbacks, the events that he actually had with Kairi, for example, sharing the Paupu fruit, which is another thing we didn't explain. But yeah, we'll go back to that later. But yeah, we can go back to that in like BBS. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the events where Sora was with Kairi is suddenly he's with instead of girl. Kairi is with this other girl, whose name is Namine. <laughs> yeah, she starts taking Kairi's place in all of Sora's memories as Sora progresses through the castle. Okay. So moving to the other side of the story, we look into the villains of Castle of Oblivion. Uh, we have one, six, six of them. One, two, four. Yes, six of them. Which is really interesting because if you look at their powers, most of them are basic elementals. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Lexius. Wait, no. No. Sora does not encounter Lexius at all. Yeah. But he is. Lexius shows up in the game and he is basically the earth element. Yeah. Axel is fire. He becomes kind of important later on. Vexen uh, is ice. Yep. Larcine is thunder. Lightning. Lightning. Yes. And then we have Zexion, also not in Sora's story, which is... He's not elemental. He's, he's not elemental, but he's there. And then, finally, the big bad of this game. Marluxia. 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 Or... Mm, Marluxia. Okay, that's a proper pronunciation, but I have always liked Marluxia. 
But yeah, Marluxia is the big bad, and he has the element of flowers. <laughs> flowers. Well, technically, it's wind. Sure, but flowers. we all know he flowers, flowers. everywhere. <laughs> supposed to be intimidated by... He has long pink hair. <laughs> and a scythe. <laughs> and a scythe. Okay. With the power of plants. With the power of plants. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's... He gets annoying sometimes. He's my favorite. Really? <laughs> yes. Favorite villain? Yeah, out of the organization, yes. He's okay. my favorite. So yeah, moving on. It turns out that uh, Marluxia, Marluxia, sorry I got used to Marluxia. Because I don't really have a lot of people talking about this game. <laughs> it's okay. Aww. It's okay. Not to mention Just ever come and talk to me. Not to mention that the game was originally released in Game Boy Advance, which did not have voice acting. Yeah. So we didn't really know how it was pronounced. That was true. And he doesn't even show up in Kingdom Hearts 2, so even then we didn't know how to pronounce his name, but he was there in Final Mix. Still no voice. Yeah. I I'm lost. Okay, yeah. final mixes are of certain games are basically enhanced versions. Basically the definitive version at that time. Okay. It's not really like DLC because DLC is you tack it on, mm. but final mixes is like you have to buy the game again. Uh, okay. It's less about so they're having... like game of the year editions with bonus yes. material. Yeah. Okay. All right. So going back to the chain of memories. So Sora goes through. He basically the goes through the castle, and, and he meets up with Riku, which isn't Riku. Wow. But yeah, he sees Riku in the castle. He fights him a couple times and. It's actually not Riku. How? Okay, so uh, one of the characters, Vexen, is a mad scientist of sorts. Not of sorts, he's literally he a mad is. scientist. Okay, he is a mad scientist. And he was doing this experiment called uh, basically replicas. He's making copies of people. And they decided to make a copy of Riku for some reason. How? Yeah. Yeah. It's basically a huge convoluted plan to trap Sora in Castle Oblivion forever. But yeah, they made a copy, uh, copy Riku, which everyone calls now Replica Riku. Riku or Replica. Riku Replica. Yeah. Replica Riku because the shortened version is Replica. Riku Replica. Repliku. Oh god. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, as um, they ascend through Castle Oblivion, right, they're going through worlds, reliving their memories, which are the same but kind of different, um, because their memories are distorted somehow. They discover that they're actually losing memories, and then the organization's plot is revealed. They're using this castle to make Sora forget. Forget what? Forget memories. So that they can trap Sora in the castle forever. <clears throat> and use him 
the way they want to use it. Because, you know, they manipulate his memories. So basically, this is a very complicated kidnapping. And yes. brainwashing. Yes. And brainwashing. And brainwashing. The long way around. Yeah. Where the brainwashy and the kidnapped is doing it himself. Because they're already messing with his memories from the second he takes the first card and walks through the room. But the thing is, Namine, the girl who does the rewriting of Sora's memories, doesn't really want to do it anymore. Like, she was kidnapped by Marluxia and is forced to do that. Okay. So yeah, so now, later in the story, basically, Namine tries to help Sora, they defeated Marluxia, and, <coughs> and to restore all of uh, Sora's memories back to the way they were, Sora needed to enter a cryostasis pod or something. A memory so, pod. Basically. Okay. And so that Namine can reconstruct all his memories back to the original. Yeah. He's in there for a while. Yeah. This entire adventure is what six months? So it takes up a, like a huge amount of yeah, the timeline. Yeah, it takes up a huge amount. Okay. Um, Enough for other so yeah. things to happen. Sora, Donald, Goofy, and Jiminy the Cricket. I forgot to explain how Jiminy the Cricket is there. Right, uh, Jiminy <laughs> Cricket. Jiminy Cricket joins them in Kingdom Hearts 1 as a chronicler. He's kind of a bard. Okay. He's a bard. He just, he's just there. He's there to so he, knock he's, down he's stuff. there to save your game. Yes. Well, no. <laughs> You're, he's your vegetary, your lore, lore dump. And okay. so yeah, the four of them know that if they enter the pods, they'll forget everything that happened in Castle Oblivion. So Jiminy writes a note on his journal to thank Namine. I swear, he could have written more. Yeah, he could have explained the entire thing, but Well, no, no there was, I think there was a limit. I guess. There was probably an Jiminy's, Jiminy's journal is a headache. It even becomes a headache in one game. Because that's the entire story plot. Yeah. But that's another game. What game is that? <gasps> and what, how does it relate to the current? We'll get there. <laughs> Alright, so moving on. <laughs> the thing is, the story in Chain of Memory does not end there. Yeah. It, once you end the game, you unlock another story, which is Riku's side of story. Yeah. The real Riku. So it's a two-in-one game? Yeah, yeah, it is. When it was announced, nobody had any idea. Imagine everybody's surprise. When after finishing the game on fucking proud mode, suddenly I played it on the original GM GBA though. <laughs> right. Yeah. To the people who played it on the GBA, they knew. They knew. And to the people who skipped or didn't know about the GBA game and went to Kingdom Hearts 2. A lot of plot points they missed. Yeah. This is the first time, this would be the first time that where players did not know shit. But we'll get to that after Riku's story. 
there are two versions of this game, uh, Chain of Memories? Yeah. Technically, yes. Uh, the original was in GBA. Uh, and I played it on the SP. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> because SP was the superior version of the GBA. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and it was re-released later on on the PS2. In full 3D, which didn't really help it. Which was an answer to the backlash because when KH2 was released, they didn't know shit <laughs> about these plot points. So they re-released the game oh. with uh, KH2 as the final mix. Oh, okay. So yeah, going back, we have Riku's side of the story, which he encounters uh, Lexius, the Earth elemental guy, and Zexion, which is he's more of a schemer than a than playable uh, actual boss yeah. boss fight. Yeah, so he's more of a story kind. You don't actually fight Zexion. And a lot of the replica Riku. The what? The replica. It's the, also there. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't quite. He doesn't quite die yeah. when Sora goes through him. Yeah. So basically, Riku, for some reason, not explained in this game. It was. It was. It was. Escaped <clears throat> the darkness. <clears throat> Um, prolonged exposure to the realm of darkness can pull you into a sleep. Uh, for some reason, Riku was able to reject that peaceful sleep and just pulled through one of those dark portals uh, into the basement so, of the castle. So, plot point. <clears throat> Magic plot device. Yeah. Well, anyway, <coughs> Riku finds himself inside Castle Oblivion, goes through it just like Sora did, but his memories are still intact because Namine, Namine doesn't know he's there. Yeah. And Namine doesn't really have any power <coughs> over him. Her powers is strictly just Sora. Yeah. When Riku starts making his way through um, the basement, which is apparently really deep for some reason. Okay. Um, he does so with the assistance of King Mickey, who also managed to find his way through, which is probably easier for Mickey considering he's Mickey. Um, which is annoying because another plot point in a different game, but that's for later. Yeah. Um, while doing so, he's Mickey essentially functions as a guiding light for Riku because Riku is still fending Ansem off. Mm. Ha despite having defeated he's still struggling with his Ansem's possession. And you know, the darkness yeah. that was carved yeah. onto yeah. his own heart. Um as he does so he has to deal with being attacked by Vexen, Lexeus, Zexion, and their Riku replica. What they want to do is use Riku as a weapon against Sora. Against Marluxia's use of Sora. Wait, what? So, <laughs> so now we have a rebellion. Uh, yeah. Mm, there was this other whole plot point in Chain of Memory. Yeah. Basically, they are a part of the organization. So 
they're, but they they're all think. The thing is, one of them is tasked to finding a traitor within the organization. Oh, His, and everybody thinks it's Marluxia. Mar- oh no, everybody oh. who's there is, is a traitor. traitor. Is the traitor, <laughs> but the person except the person that was sent, which is who is Axel, the fire guy. So yeah, Axel. Wait, no, now I'm confused. Axel so, was tasked <coughs> to find Axel, the fire guy. Okay. Um, is this the guy with like the red hair and like yes. the red marks on his face? Glad you got it. Remember, memorize. Ow. Uh, what? It's. <laughs> It is catchphrase in English. Got it memorized? I don't. I don't get it. I don't get. It. Axel has a catchphrase. Okay. Whenever he shows up to people who don't know him, and he has to introduce himself, he says his name, and then got it memorized. That's his whole spiel. That's so dumb. It's endearing. It's so dumb. I promise it's endearing. That's so annoying. I punch him in the face. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> His well. best friend does it on an occasion. Okay, so Axel is someone from the organization tasked to snoop on the guys at Castle Oblivion to Because they're working in an experiment To snuff out the traitor, but it turns out everyone at Castle Oblivion is the traitor Sorry, well, kinda, yeah. kinda, yeah Mostly Merluxian Larxene Yeah Vexen was there with his own experiment, but... Vexen just wants to do his research. But because Marluxia is on to Axel, Axel needed to, you know, get on his good side. But Marluxia ordered Axel to kill Vexen. Which he didn't do. He did. He did? He did. Wait! Axel eliminated Vexen. Right. Right. (laughs) Holy shit. Uh-huh. He did. He did. Holy... Oh, God. Okay, so I think... Alright, so, yeah. Uh-huh. Going back to the Riku story, because Vexen was uh, eliminated, there's no one really working on the replicas anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's just one replica, Riku, which is kind of working under Axel now since Vexen is dead. Yeah. So, Riku and Axel are now working together. Kind of, not really. They just happen to have the same goal-ish, maybe. Not really. They just want to fight. (laughs) Well, okay, the replica Riku has his own reasons. Like, he wants to prove that, despite knowing that he's not Riku Riku, he still wants to assert his being a person. Yeah, because yeah. he's, a real, he's, he's a real boy. Exactly. <laughs> so he has this existential crisis and fights the real Riku in his story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the replica isn't as good as fight, a fighter as the actual Riku. Yeah. Well, he was practically born five minutes ago, so of course he's not gonna be <laughs> as good. <laughs> That's true. With all the rage yeah. dark powers, though. Anyway. All in all, uh, as Riku progresses, he kills Lexius. Axel kills Zexion. Yeah. Well, and, no, the Riku oh, replica. No, the re- the re- uh, replica kills Zexion. Replicu. Yeah. Replicu. No, Axel was there confronting Zexion. Yep. The re- Replico is there, and 
Zexion uh, is like, Axel, please don't kill me. Uh, and Axel's like, I won't kill you, but he will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, okay, if we go, like, if we go through the games like this, we're gonna take like 10 million years to finish. Uh, Alright, so yeah, moving on. <laughs> how does... Like, okay, so how many games are there exactly? Oh, no. In um, this franchise? Kingdom Hearts. <clears throat> well, let's, let's go, let's go Time by release date. Release, yeah. Okay, let's go by release date. Because it's gonna be Kingdom Hearts. So there's Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh-huh. Uh, Chain, Chain, Chain of Memories. And then we have Kingdom Hearts 2. No. What? Yes. No. Three, five, eight. Release, release day. Kingdom Hearts two. Right. First. Okay. Fine. 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 And right. then after Kingdom Hearts two, we have the trio of games, uh, coded, which is the oh, which is Jiminy's journal. Uh-huh. Uh, Given the, form. Yeah. That's the problem there. And then we have three sixty five over two. Three five eight. Three five eight days over two. Three five eight over two. No. Three five eight days. <laughs> Over two. two. That's the uh, right way to say it, apparently. It's a very long numbered title and it's I, I so don't get hard. It. Why is it three five? Okay, because okay, it's half a year. To explain it, remember the time where Sora became a heartless? Uh-huh. That heartless whenever a person turns into heartless. There is a chance if there if the person is strong enough. If this heart if the person is strong enough, they also create a nobody. What the fuck is a nobody? Okay. (laughs) Where the heartless is the heart given form by the darkness. A nobody is your body taken by the darkness. Uh, Without a heart. Yeah. So basically, so basically, the nobody is heartless because he doesn't have your heart, and your heart is some dark, enigmatic thing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yes. I don't think. Wait, wait, wait. About the universe. Oh, that's for later. The what now? <laughs> I don't even understand the universe. They're just darkness given form. But, as imagined not, by not Radistas. Ex- not exactly darkness. They're like. The resentment of that dark emotion. Also, oh, there are negative emotions yes. given image, uh, given form. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, moving back. Okay, so sorry. after this oh, three, five, eight game, no, we're explaining so Kingdom Hearts. Okay, sorry. Kingdom Hearts one, Chain of Memories. Then you two. have two. And three, five, eight have, over yeah, two. Three, five, eight over two. Then coded, coded, and birth by sleep. Okay, why did they decide to release three games? These three games are essentially a plot. It's trying to cover the entire plot of KH2. Because KH2 gave us a lot of questions. They gave us a lot of plot, left Mm -hmm. us with a lot of questions, Uh and they basically opened the world. So basically in Kingdom Hearts 2, you start up, uh, you start the game, as a not, different not boy, Sora. as a different boy. What? Why? <laughs> named Roxas. Roxas, because if you remember back in uh, Chain of Memories, Sora was inside a memory. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay, so Kingdom Hearts two opens up in, in a new the middle, era. In the middle of summer. Wait. In the, uh, King. 
Confinement to the memory pod. Pod. Sora is about to wake up. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so basically the tutorial level. The tutorial level gives us uh, the entire Roxas thing, uh-huh. where he's living somehow in a uh, simulated world. Uh-huh. And in the end of that, he basically realizes, he basically meets or visits Sora's uh, memory pod. And at that point, he realizes that he was part of Sora. The last and then disappears of Sora's memories. Yeah. I think you lost Yep, exactly. <laughs> the entire tutorial of Kingdom Hearts 2 takes place in the virtual world. Uh-huh, okay, so it's a virtual... Yes, a lot of people who played Kingdom Hearts 2 also had that question. Like, who is this kid? <laughs> and then the scene with Sora is like, why is this happening? So, but yeah, Roxas it was... is a part yeah. of Sora. It was implied in that tutorial in itself that they're one and the same person, kind of. ish. So how are they existing? Like, yes. Yeah. Is, so... is Roxas uh, an... an... <laughs> yes. She's, I can see her coming to the conclusion. Yes. Go for it. You're so almost there. Is so Roxas is a, not the heartless, but the yes. Yes, there we go. She got it in one. So yeah, like I was saying earlier, the time where Sora turned into heartless, it created a nobody, which is Roxas. It created more than one. Nobody. What? It created more than one nobody, <laughs> one of which is Roxas, and one of which was Kairi's nobody, which was Namine. Mm-hmm. Which explains Remember, why. Remember, both ah, their hearts were together ah, in one vessel, okay, okay. Which unlocking is, his heart. Okay. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Yeah. It, um, it Roxas, Roxas, and Namine are kind of special type nobodies. Yeah. Why are they special? The circumstances under which they were born. Yeah, especially Namine, considering that uh, princesses of heart don't uh, are immune to being uh, Heart- heartless, or, or so nobody. they can't have a nobody. Huh. But Namine is there, existing. So yeah, which also explains why Namine has power over Sora's memories, which was because she was born from that same time. Uh, or she was body. released from. Uh. He's basically Kyrie's heart and Sora's body. Yeah. So basically, uh, that's Kingdom Hearts. That's where over two because it's the two hot. isn't divisible, it's referring to two people. Yeah. Because huh. not only it's did basically almost an entire year shared between, between two, two people. people. Which is why Sora. Is, one is this, this game is 
which is why Sora, when he makes up in Kingdom Hearts 2, is too tall for his Kingdom Hearts 1 outfit. Yeah. Because... It's been up. a year. <laughs> he... Puberty. Okay. Puberty hit him <laughs> while he was sleeping. <laughs> I can see your head steaming. Do you want to take a break? Okay. Do we continue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Alright. So, yeah. Sora wakes up and. In Twilight Town. In Twilight Town. Basically, a new hub world like Shatter's Town. Yeah. On the verge of perpetual Twilight. Yeah. So, later on, (laughs) after he deals stuff in that town, they board a train. A special train after encountering King Mickey for the first time. Yeah. Ever. For the first time since okay. uh, Kingdom Hearts One. Yeah. This and weirdly enough, King Mickey is wearing a black cloak too. Which is explained later. Yeah, it's explained much later it's on. Going undercover. Well, no. Okay. Not really. Uh, All right. So basically, the black coats are basically uh, repellents, darkness repellents. Oh, okay. So basically, so the- they can go through the dark portals, enter uh-huh. the realm of darkness without getting affected because they're wearing coats. Because they're wearing okay. So yeah. they can't get affected by Edge World because they're wearing edgy clothes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Uh, it isn't just that. I mean, at the end of Chain of Memories, they also encountered uh, King Mickey and Riku encountered someone um, calling himself Diz. Diz. Is with a capital D, small and a capital I, Z. and a capital Z, because D. it's an acronym. Darkness in zero. Is this the new baddie? He's not. He's, 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 he's a neutral he's a, character. He's a MacGuffin. He's a MacGuffin okay. of the highest order. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. So basically. <laughs> Plot point there is this was the one who put Roxas in the virtual world so that Namine can safely put uh, source memories source back, memories back together. Uh-huh. Uh, because. With Roxas in town. Yeah. Because Roxas, you know, when he was traipsing around wielding not one, but two keyblades. Yeah. Roxas has two keyblades. Weird. Considering Sar only wields one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The ability itself is called Sync Blade. This is actually it's actually a canon ability for keybladers. Some of them can actually wield naturally two keyblades. Wield more than one. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so moving on. So Uh, okay. uh, Okay, that's like six games already? We haven't even explained Birth by Sleep yet. One, Chain of Memories, two, and then the three games. That's five. Oh, six, yeah. Six. Yeah. Well, we're only going through five because we're explaining Coded. And 358, we're not counting Birth by Sleep yet because that is a whole nother monster. What is Birth by Sleep? Birth by Sleep is basically a 
The Phantom prequel. Menace. A prequel lore. <laughs> okay. It basically establishes a lot of things from before the events of Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh-huh. Precisely 10 years before Kingdom Hearts 1. So does it actually, you know, does it actually add to the story, or does it yes. make it yeah. even it more has, complicated? It has a huge plot relevance. The biggest plot yeah. relevance. Because it's also the time where Mickey was also a apprentice Keyblade wielder. So basically, it also shows King Mickey in his younger years. Yeah, uh, ten years before he's before he was king. Mm. And oh, he was already king. Yeah. And not to mention, it also opens up the biggest bad of the entire arc. Yeah. Say an arc. What? The big bad of the actual saga until Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah. So he's. He, it's so revealed so in Birth by Sleep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's an actual bigger bad for the entire series. Oh yeah, every yes. every big yes. bad you've encountered is it's just the dragon. Yeah, it's just the pawn. <laughs> the pawn, but they're pawns for him. Are they the dragon? Still. The big bad you think is the big bad, and suddenly the bigger bad. Yeah, they're practically just pawns for the <sighs> big bad. Sure. Uh, oh god, the chessboard. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Chess What's going on? What's happening? I think he was on a different page on the uh, TV tropes. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I, mean, I don't even understand. Like, my brain of this, is breaking Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> the weirdest thing, weirdest game, uh-huh. that game, is basically coded. Because yeah. it didn't really give us a huge plot relevance. Mm-hmm. It's more of a really weird side story. <coughs> because it opens up the idea of a book of prophecy. What? This thing is important because for some reason, Maleficent, back from the dead, from Kingdom Hearts 1, reconstituted and probably, we probably, Sora probably defeated her heartless and her nobody at one point. No, no, no. It was explained differently. What? In a different game! Union Cross, the mobile gacha game. What? Wait, so the... Yeah. Uh, Okay, there's like the games for the consoles and then there's a mobile game that actually has story point. Has a story point for the console game? Listen, Union Cross started out its life as Kingdom Hearts Kai. Yes. A web browser browser game. game. Before being ported to mobile phones. It evolved into a mobile go- a m- mobile phone game, and they called it uh, Unchained Kai. Kai. You know, Unchained Echiki Kai. Zayanart explains the reason why, why there is multiple pronunciation of that X. In Leonard Nimoy's voice, God rest Basically, soul. the X is the Greek, uh, the Greek letter Kai. Kai, Chi, Ki. X. So any of the pronunciation is fine. No one really cares. No one really cares at this point. A definitive pronunciation. I just use Kai because you know. But yeah, 
That it, that pronunciation is very important because his plot point in Birth by Sleep is trying to construct a very right. ancient weapon called the key, key. the blade. Yeah, the Greek letter chi. Uh-huh. Key blade. <laughs> not not a key blade. Well, um, key blade. A, a blade, but key. Yeah, not not key blades. Those are t- different things. <laughs> yes. see, see, this is why this is why you would have to have played through it to like fully understand. I don't. So yeah, that's Xehanort at that point. Xehanort. 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 That is such a weird name. Like. There's a whole explanation for why the X shows up a lot in places too. Like for example, why? the nobodies. The nobodies are basically, yeah, the special nobodies in Organization 13. They're basically people, but they added the X in them. Like in the case of Sora, shuffle, shuffle the letters, add an X in the middle, Roxas. It's called the ring. You said smart or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's a sigil that they add there. (sighs) Oof. So Axel is actually named Lee. Lee. His real name is Lee. Okay. As in L E A. Okay. You're gonna say Leia. (laughs) We all thought (laughs) it was Leia. And then Birth by Sleep came out and it was fully voiced. yeah, okay. we, we actually show some original <laughs> versions of Axel there, which is a short kid, skinny kid, short skinny kid okay. with a frisbee. Yeah, that's Lee, and his, and his friend, best friend Isa. 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 Sykes. Sykes. With two Sykes, who is actually one of the toughest bosses okay. in two. Cage two. Yeah, he's. One of them. And he's considered as a berserker, if you think about jock classes. Okay. He wields a giant claymore. Claymore? Yeah, it's it a claymore. It feels more like a maze, It's a claymore. But I guess. No, it's a claymore. Oh, so, okay. wait, no, yeah. It's not a sword. Yeah, it's more of a mace. <laughs> so... So yeah, moving back. What the hell? Okay, how the hell does that really? I mean, we're not even in Kingdom Hearts three yet. Oh, honey. no, 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 no. <laughs> There's so much to explain. So what <laughs> happens between Kingdom Hearts two and Kingdom Hearts three? So the um, in between of two and three is the voice mark of mastery exam. Yeah, as told in Kingdom Hearts three D, Dream Drop Distance, Distance. on the three DS. Right, because there was that. Like, so how many games does that make in total? This would uh, be the seven. Eight. We already mentioned. Yeah, eight. Cross. You cross. Well, technically, if we're going to go by iteration, it's more than eight. No, remember, that's just condensed. If, if, if you know, cross if you two, there's one thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, if you don't it's like final, counting final mixes. The final Five. mix. It's eight? Yeah. Eight. So eight. far. Why the need for so many games? Plot points. Like, okay. There's also the point where Coden was originally a 
mobile phone. Yeah, just it was before a, mobile phones were a thing. This was the flip phone mobile. Phone. It was. You remember yeah. those old puzzle bobble games? This was the time that. where smartphones aren't a thing yet, but we have mobile go, mobile huh. phone games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was coded, but it was ported to the DS as recoded. Basically the same game. Same game. Only, yeah. It was actually released like the original coded was released the same way that Telltale games are released. Oh, okay. So episodic. It's an episodic thing. Yeah. And then re-released as RE coded for the DS, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> so why is it? so confusing to get into this game like there's so many like there's so many things that you have to consider like the, yes. the especially uh for example you have another me who's another who's never played kingdom hearts or or even you know touched it at all how would you like get that person into playing the game would you well i mean what's the proper i don't know Wow, there's a lot to unpack. I mean, so much. Yeah. To recommend it to someone who doesn't know anything, it's just basically giving the person uh, half a year's worth of games. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. It was confusing before 2019 because all of these things released in separate consoles, and yeah, then they, they were... pa- repackaged it in. Uh, on the PS4, but they're still like separate games. But thankfully, mm-hmm. before Kingdom Hearts 3 was released, they released Kingdom Hearts The Story So Far, which basically is a compilation of all the games into one PS4, <laughs> into one PS4 disc. With the exception of three games. Huh? Yeah. The story so far has everything. Yeah, with the exception of three games. The story so far and the uh, compilation games before that did not port coded uh, days and Union Cross and they instead opted to give us a cutscene clip show movie thing. Huh. Well, okay, that, that's actually, that actually saves you a lot more time, though. Yeah. Well, in the case of Union Cross, it was a literal movie yeah. of the final showdown. Well, the first final showdown. Yeah, the uh, back cover, as it's called, is basically a story of the main people in Union Cross, which are the foretellers. <laughs> The Master of Masters and Lushu. Hey, you lost me. Who yeah. are these people now? These people are very specific to Union, uh, Union Cross. Cross. They have not showed up in any other Kingdom Hearts game until. Three. Spoilers, obviously. The end of 3. Okay. So, yeah. But before we get to Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay, wait, just stop. Because my head is going to explode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, so I think so much information die. about Kingdom Hearts. I have no idea. Like, yeah, I think I think Kingdom Hearts Three deserves its own. Um, <laughs> it's well, you know, 
This was all exposition. We apologize. Yeah, we, just, we, but we haven't even gotten to Kingdom Hearts three. But yet, I feel like we, yeah, we just, Kingdom Hearts three, you know, which is what I wanted to go on because it's, you know it was a recent game and Miggy played it. There's way uh, too much. And but there's just a lot. So there's uh, a lot. We're gonna end here. We're gonna continue next time. Uh, thank you for uh, <laughs> sitting with me and getting confused with me. I guess. <laughs> Uh, this has been Sodium Exposure. This is Rika. And I'm Mickey. And I'm Nigel. And thank you. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. This episode of the Sodium Exposure podcast features music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. The Sodium Exposure podcast is hosted by Rika Shoson and Migi Castaneda and edited by Rika Shoson. Thank you for listening to the Sodium Exposure podcast. Check us out at anchor.fm slash sodium exposure and follow us at Sodium Exposure on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to get updates. If you enjoyed today's show, We'd love for you to rate, subscribe, and give a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, bye!